Radio Pulpit, 657am, your daily companion. A very warm welcome with me, Esther, once again right here on Radio Pulpit. We're discussing the glory of God. We're continuing. We started um, last week. Um, how can we be effective? How can we be effective in being in the presence of God so that the glory of God can manifest, can be visible, can be tangible in the things that we do, even prayer, even just speaking? Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. So um, last week we took a look at um, 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 the walk or the exodus of the Israelites out of Egypt into uh, the place where God wanted them to be as they left. <laughs> Bless the Lord. It was a commitment because God said to Moses, tell Pharaoh, I want my children so that they can go and worship. That is for true worship, true worship, true worship. What took place in the wilderness. Bless the Lord. Notice we said in the book of Exodus, chapter 13, verse 22, the pillar of cloud, which represented the presence of God, never departed in the day, nor the pillar of fire, which manifested in the night. It never departed from them, it said. And that's exactly what I said. It's reminiscent with um, the book of Acts, chapter 2. The disciples got tongues of fire seat on them. I, I, I think where I'm coming from is that let's make this practical. We, we articulate it so well when we teach it, but the, the, the practicality part of it is empty. It's, it's, it's needed in the church. Believe you me, it's needed. It's empty. It's not there. It's not there. It's not there. And so we have to look at how can we practically serve this? How can we cause this to be practical in our daily walk with the Lord and ministry and be able to hear him all the time, all the time? What does he want you to do? Where does he want you to go? What does he want you to say? Because even that, he's very specific. He's very specific. Bless the Lord. This is Radio Pulpit, 9.567AF. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Um, I'm going to read chapter 14 of the book of Exodus. Chapter 14. And uh, we're going to take a look at um, why God insists on having the glory. And um, he even said to Moses, why are you crying to me? We cannot, I said, we cannot be children, cannot be uh, children anymore. We've got to be uh, women and men that are strong in the faith. Uh, God doesn't want us when the glory was there. Once the glory is there. There is a time when God will lead you to take a stance, take a stance. Don't wait on praying. Wait on the voice of God and speak as and when the voice of God speaks. And this is um, chapter 14. And we're going to read from verse 1 to we're just going to read few uh, verses here why god wants to gain honor through our lives you may be 
in a place where you feel like you are overwhelmed, you've done everything that you can do and you don't feel that you have it in you to go forward anymore. It's you've tried everything, you've prayed, you've believed, you've sought the voice of God and um, yes, you know God loves you, yes, you've got scriptures and you're just tired. You don't know where to do where to go and what to do. This is just a perfect time. When I'm weak, I'm strong. The Apostle Paul said that because he says, I also cry. I cried unto the Lord because I had a challenge in my life. In my flesh, I had a thorn. And I'm paraphrasing. And he says, then I asked the Lord over and over. And I'm paraphrasing. And he says, the Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weaknesses. Bless the Lord. The weaker you are, the more alone you are, the greater the glory of God, because you don't know where to turn. You have no one. You probably have no one to speak to. You have no one to be supportive to your pain. And it is a great pain. You know, the pain is felt by the one who feels it. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Chapter 14 reads as follows. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they turn and camp before Pehiroth, between Migdol and the sea, opposite Barzifon. You shall camp before it by the sea. They, uh, for Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are bewildered by the land. The wilderness has closed them in. Then I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them. And I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army. That the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. Bless the Lord. Can you see, there's something I want to, you to really see into. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel. In a land that was not their own. And look at Job. How um, he just was alone. Even the friends that came, came to mock him and tell him, Do you think you're having these problems and you are holy before God? Are you so self-righteous that you think that God can put this bitterness of heart upon you, this great pain upon you, and you didn't do anything wrong? His friends were mocking him and saying, You must have done something wrong. And Job said, No, I'm righteous. I'm paraphrasing here. He said, No, I did not do anything wrong. This is the hand of God. Can you see how he knew it was the bitterness that came from God, the pain that came from God? Why? God wants to be honored. And he was honored through all these lives that I'm talking about. He wants to be honored through your life. Are you so alone that you are encamped in like the Israelites? Look at what God said. He said, For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are bewildered by the land. The wilderness has closed them in. There's no way out. I had people call them cauldrons or um, locks and chains and of uh, the kingdom of darkness. Are you there? Well, that uh, cauldron um, will vomit you. 
You vomit every child of God. I command you, kingdom of darkness, in your cauldrons, in Jesus' name. You vomit us and all things that pertain to our lives and the will and purposes of God and the glorification of God and all our deliverances and our blessings and glorification of God through our lives. In Jesus' name, you vomit us. You vomit us and everything that we have to use to get there. In Jesus' name, I command you. But God here, the scripture is amazing to me. When I read this, I was like, wow, God, but it's you who did say this. He said, speak to the children of Israel. This is verse 2. That they turn and camp before Piharoth between Migdal and the sea, opposite Balzephon. You shall camp there by it before the sea. Um, there was a sea on the other side and there was the wilderness on the other side. And when we read and the scholars articulate the journey from Egypt into the promised land, remember Joseph came through it. Remember um, Jacob and the patriarchs 400 years before came through those roads. We told its days. Bless the Lord. Not even a week to get to the promised land. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I hear you are delivered already. God did not leave you nor forsake you. I hear, I feel that you are delivered already. The Spirit of God tells me so. Because it could have taken them days indeed. At the time, during the time of um, famine, in the whole world of the time, and Joseph was in Egypt, and God um, used him to store food so that nations come into Egypt to buy foods. They were traveling by land. Days. It was days kind of travel. And here is God, he says, go and camp by the sea. God said so. If you said that today, people would say, they mad. She's mad. Why would we go Bless the Lord. Why would why must we go by the sea and the wilderness when there's a road here? <laughs> okay, why can't we just fly? There's a there's an airport. Why can't we just fly? Or why can't we just take a car? Or why can't we just take a taxi? Or why can't we just take a train? Why must we now uh, go by the wilderness and we're walking so many many? It, it will be bless the Lord. From the carnal point of view, the sea is impossible. Can you see that? Wow. Bless the Lord. The sea is impossible. And to walk in the wilderness with children, remember the drought. These were deserts. The wilderness is, has got thorns. It's painful. And you have children and you have livestock and you have goods. Are you carrying many goods and bags on your shoulders and people don't understand <laughs> are you having a load that you don't understand why you're having it? Ask the Lord why. Ask the Lord why. There has to be a witness. There has to be a witness that God has led this person into the wilderness. But this person loves God and this person, the presence of God is in them. The Lord loves you, my brothers and sisters. Don't worry where you're at. Sometimes you started well, 
Moses was a prince, for goodness sakes. He was but now by camels. Forty years he grew up in a palace. It was very easy for Moses to give up everything and go back to the palace. That is why all Israelites says, Why are you doing this for unto us? We said, leave us in Egypt with our jobs. Hmm, limited jobs. With our jobs, with our income, with our foods, with the roof over our heads. They kept on complaining and saying that every time a challenge came and these challenges were brought on by God because God wanted to be glorified, not because they were stupid. They were intelligent and the grace of God was always over them, but they they had to go through that way. The wilderness, bless the Lord, the wilderness has not cleansed you, my sisters and brothers. It took Moses 40 years for the wilderness to cleanse him. I'm talking now out of Pharaoh's palace and taking care of the livestock of priest um, Jethro, his father-in-law. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Because of the amount of glory God wanted to manifest through his life, the world had to be completely removed from him. Comfort of a palace. Can you imagine palace? Can you imagine a palace? This is where Moses grew up. Bless the Lord. My brothers, my brothers, do not let your faith fail because of the pain you're going through. May the Lord increase your faith because of the pain you're going through. Just like the Apostle Paul, he said, I'd rather be weak. I'd rather be weak that the power of God may rest fully upon me. This is a challenge. A walk of God is a challenge. We're talking the presence of God. We're talking the glory of God. It, it manifests once God is finished working through the peoples and getting rid of the world. The world has, the world has to go. May the Lord give you grace to leave the world. You are on Radio Pulpit with me, Esther, formerly C. Party. Be blessed. The Lord bless you. We continue on this glory, the practical way. And I challenge you every day, every step of the way, practice this. See what happens. And in pain, say, thank you, Lord, even in this. Paul said, um, Job said, even though he slay me, yet I will praise him. That's your challenge until we meet again. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. 657 AM. Radio for Believers in Action.